And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Sports Association podcast. Um, I am doing a solo podcast today as Tommy is currently not around, and this was the only day I was available to do a podcast. Um, very exciting week one. Very exciting week one. Saw a lot of good football. Um, saw a lot of good defense. Flag pulling was very good. Didn't think that. It was as bad as pre- previous week ones we've had. Um, felt like teams had a long time to really uh, get together and game plan and be ready for this day. And it showed because um, there was a lot of teams with double headers that went one and one. There were um, a lot, there was a triple, quadruple overtime game. Um, there was just a lot of really good football. Uh, 13, 14 point comeback. Another couple 14-point comebacks. Um, Very exciting day, very exciting day. Um, Just to address it now, Lamar is not playing in the league anymore. Um, He will not be showing up to the field. He will not be playing. And I apologize for that ever happening at a league of mine. Not happy about it, um, but I can only control what I can control, but I will do my best to make sure something like that never happens again. All right, with that being said... um, Let's get into it. Let's talk about the games. Um, first game of the day, Raiders versus the Jaguars. Jaguars were playing the first game of a doubleheader. Um, Jaguars open up to a 13-0 start. Trevor takes Jaguars down the field, two straight possessions, and caps it off with a rushing touchdown and, um, I believe, a touchdown to... Not sure who, but uh, they went up 13-0. And I thought they were going to kind of roll in this game, but then the Raiders really took control of the game. Um, got a got a score on a long ball to Darielle where a couple ju- tipped off a couple defenders. He comes down with it, um, and then they get a safety right after that. And I think I said to somebody I was sitting next to watching the game, I said, "Ooh, they might they might um, cr- um, go with the momentum crazy here and take the lead." Um, and that was earlier in the game, but. I still thought that the field was really tilted for the Raiders in that moment, but the Jaguars did a great job on defense, holding strong. Liam, CJ, uh, Trevor Garland playing a lot. Liam wasn't playing a lot of linebacker in the second half, I, th- I believe. I think he was playing more at the corner. Uh, Trevor stepped in, though, at middle linebacker on, at times and made some plays. Uh, just Hogreef and the Raiders just really weren't able to convert in the red zone. They got, I feel like they crossed the 25 often, but just weren't able to punch it in. Um that's not something that I expect to continue because they do have the playmakers. It just sometimes you have days where you just can't convert in the red zone, and that's kind of really what the Raiders' offense faced in this game. Like I said, their only touchdown was on a deep ball, and then they had a safety right after it. Um, I really like their defense. They were missing ace in this game. That was something I did not know up until probably 30 minutes before the game started because when he wasn't there, I went up to Chris, talked to him, said ace wasn't coming. We didn't want to tell anybody. So. Um, Ace is a huge difference. He plays that middle linebacker position. He's one of the best in the league. They, this team actually, um, um, he's one of the best in the league. And if he was there, I'm not going to say that they would have won the game, but uh, it would it definitely would have been a little bit different. Um, he's an elite defender, elite flag puller, and he's very smart out there. So, And he would have also stepped in and probably played some offensive line. So um, a huge loss. The first-round pick did not show up in Week 1, but he will be back for Week 2 and going forward. Um, I was very surprised to not see him there. But 
The Jaguars come out in this game, 13-9 final. Their defense continue to make stops over and over and over again. They only allow that one deep ball, which on any given day would have been could have been inkly passed, and we could have been talking about a potential shutout. Um, I really like this Jaguars team. They improved to 1-0 on the day. Um, and if Trevor's got a really good receiving core and he's got a decent line blocking for him right now, Cologne played well, uh, scored a t- Oh, Cologne, Cologne scored the touchdown. Uh, it was the only catch of the day, but ended up being a huge one. And look who it is joining the podcast. League analyst was there for most of week one this week. Yeah. 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 I think you saw almost every game. Every game, um, last that last game, I built a halftime. Yeah, that's fair. You didn't must, and you didn't miss much in the second half. Tommy Savaro in the building, uh, fresh off a of Cafe Luna trip. Uh, a little uh, inebriated, but we're okay. We're working. We're, yeah, he'll, he'll get through it. Yeah, he'll get through it. If he if he needs to stop at any time, he could just do it. I don't mind. Uh, all right, let's get it. Um, the Raiders and Jaguars. I talked about it for the most part. Ace was a big miss for the Raiders in that game. I talked about, but the Jaguars' defense played it was elite. They only allowed the one deep ball touchdown. And they held him outside the end zone every other drive. Yeah, this is the first game the Jaguars played. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I expect a little bit more offensively, to be honest with you. 100%. They scored on the first two drives of the game and then didn't score again. Yeah. Uh, Ogrief, I just think it's a matter of repetition with his, with his new team. Correct. Uh, I think they'll be fine. I think Ace is a big part of that team, especially on defense. 100%. Ace is one of the better, best flag pullers. He can play the middle probably yeah, better than anyone. Elite, elite flag pullers. Yeah. Uh, I, I have no problems. Uh, you know, week one, I have no worries with that team. They're, they're going to bounce back. Uh, Ogrief's a competitor. Uh, I, I like him a lot as a quarterback. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I said I in the beginning. I said I thought everyone had a good draft. I thought there were great players on every team. Uh, it's going to come down to quarterback play, and I'd have no problem with Hogreave as my quarterback. Yep, I agree. His team definitely rallies around him. Dariel had a really good game. He scored. He scored a touchdown. That oh, was a fantastic catch he made. Yeah, fantastic catch. I, I got to see a little bit more of him. Yeah, um, I like Mark Nicholas. Made a few nice catches off the line of scrimmage. Ray Cafano had a couple sacks. Um, both defenses were elite in this Let me game. Have Ray, Ray, I'm very impressed Ray, with Ray. Yeah, I said it last year. Speed and power. Mm-hmm. A, a, a guy that big that can move that fast. He's gonna have. I, a lot I, of wanted, I told him I was gonna give him a shout out because I was very impressed with this game. Yeah, uh, he had a good day. Um, but the Jaguars come out on top. Jaguars, Jaguars come out on top, thirteen and nine final. All right, let's move on to the next game of the day, which was also at nine o'clock: the Lions versus the Bills. Now, on the pod, me and Suroff both like very much took the Bills. We were very high on the Bills. We both said they had a great roster, great team, but through about a half and a little bit more. They were trailing this game, 13-0. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it on the receivers. There are a lot of drop balls. Okay. Uh, um, Sobs is delivering the ball. you gotta, you got to be able to catch it. A couple you, interceptions. You, you, you know what? When, you, when you're playing down and, and you're trying to catch up, you, you kind of force the ball. Bottom line is they got themselves in, in third and fourth long situations because uh-huh. they, weren't, they weren't doing anything on first and second down. Yep. Uh, like I said, a lot of drops. Uh, I think, you know, he found his key to his success was uh, Douglas. Douglas had an awesome game. Yeah, amazing game. You know, I... I Guys that come out, I, I, I'll get on the pod and I'll call guys like living legends and, you know, Hall of Fames as they play, playing Hall of Fames. He's incredible. He'll come yeah. out. He can do this every single game that he plays. 100%. Uh, he played on my Raiders uh, team. I, I loved having him. Yeah, I told I told Sobs, you know what? You, you got to find him more often than early. Yeah, um, Douglas had a huge game in this one. Douglas had a huge day in general. He had a great day, first day back um, for him. Um but yeah, let's talk about the Lions real quick. So we were a little down the Lions' offensive line going into the season, but 
Um, early on, at least, Leota was moving the ball down the field. Vingargano had a couple catches on the first drive of the game that we didn't hear. I had one catch. One catch on the first drive of the game that we didn't see much it. of him the rest of the game. Yeah, I was a little surprised at a that. A couple underthrows to him I saw and some out routes. <laughs> Jimmy Fly had a couple catches. Um, Jimmy Fly almost made an amazing one-handed yes, grab in the end zone. Unbelievable that. attempt. I uh, love seeing that. Uh, I love all that effort like that. Yeah. Uh, I'll sit here and I'll preach all day. And you hear me say it a million times. I think that you got to feed your, you know, the guy that you, you pick high in the draft. Yep. I mean, if he's your guy, you got to feed him. One catch of Ingo Gano ain't going to do it. Nope, ain't going to do it. Um, the Lions defense, though, also played very well in this game. Conserved a 13 nothing lead for a large portion of the game. Um, really until the last drive of the game. And But it's that Sobe's magic. That Sobe's magic that we've all seen before if you played in the league back a little bit a couple years ago. Um, Sobe's has a way of just finding ways to win. And he did so in this game. The line for the line, uh, the Bills really stepped up in the second half. Gabe Sobe's time to throw. Um, the receivers started making plays for Sobe's. Mike Russo had a big game in this one. Had a long touchdown. Mike Russo, welcome back. I remember him playing back in the, back in the grass the, field. Yeah. And he was a stud then. Right. I, I didn't realize it was him until like halfway through. Holy shit, that's the same guy. <laughs> he is a stud. Uh, again, you know why? He could be the fastest guy. I think Esposito called him like the Italian Tyreek Hill. He did. Like he called me Italian Tyreek Hill. He's Spanish, but you know, Russo has got to be Italian. So I'm calling him Italian Tyreek Hill. Uh, speed like you wouldn't believe. Get him the ball. Throw a lot of screens to him. Let him yeah. fucking move the ball. Yards after the catch. That's that's his game. Let's let's get him the ball. Him and Cam Crooms are the one-two for that team. Uh, yeah, I forgot. There you go. So like He's got weapons. He's got weapons, and he's got a great offensive line. I think it was just a really sluggishly slow start for the entire team team, uh, let up two early scores, then you kind of just start playing really good defense, let's, let's call it how it is, after about seven, eight minutes into the game, the Lions didn't score another point, another team that got 13 early and then wasn't able to hold off the Bills, as the Bills pull out a 14-13 stunner, uh, I thought the Lions were going to get the win as I'm watching the game, but um, Sobes found a way at the end, the Bills, Douglas, another big game, uh, Drett had four sacks in this game. Leota needs Rhett, to get rid of the ball. I'm, we're going back to dog of the day. If I'm picking a guy that was dog of the day in the league for this past Sunday, it's Rhett. Rhett was an absolute beast. I believe he had a six-sack day. Yeah, per- personal battles on the line with players. Uh, him and Whitcop went at it. I, that was the second game. Nice, right? yeah, the second oh, game. Oh, boy, yeah. oh, yeah. There was a lot of wrestling going on there. That's funny. But Rhett, Rhett's my man. Rhett, Rhett had a, a stellar day. Yeah, Rhett, Rhett had a very good first day. Leota needs to do a better job of getting rid of the ball. He was stepping I, up you, in the pocket. You might see a quarterback change in that game, in that team. Uh, I'm not saying already. No controversy here. Hey, I was talking to uh, Leota after the game, and you know how I feel about him. I, he's one of my favorite players in the league. Guy's a gunslinger. But he was telling me his shoulder was hurting. Yeah, I know. He says it to me often. I think he's going to gut it out. Um, uh, he can. There's no, there's no problem with him doing that. But you know what? If he could turn to Vin and and and, and um, Joe Moose, the uh, defensive line. And offensive line. It yeah, could be, yeah. It, it, could, mean, it could be interesting. Um, but I'm not ready to give up on Leota yet. Uh, no, definitely just not. a tough, just a tough loss in Week One. He plays a lot of close Week uh, One games. I think the consensus everyone loved those Lions jerseys. Yeah, the Lions jerseys were very They're nice. Um, they better do something good with them. All right, uh, big day for the Bills. Um, tough L for the Lions. All right, let's keep it with the Bills right now. At, at 10 o'clock, they had a tough test against um, the reigning MVP and Offensive Player of the Year tandem that got reunited in the draft this season. Um, How the hell does he go all the way down? And yeah, like and um, in this, this is a this is a game that Tommy and the Chiefs controlled for a large portion of the game. 
the Bills kind of made the score look a little closer than it was at the end. Um, Tommy and Malik do enough to get it done. They win 27-26. to But, like I said, I felt like watching the game while warming up, the Chiefs were kind of controlling how the game was played. Bills made a late comeback, just weren't able to um, finish it off. In this game, you saw normal Tommy. Tommy slinging the ball, getting the ball to Malik, getting the ball to all the receivers, getting the ball out fast. Um, ran well. Uh, I'm not surprised by anything I saw on the film this game. The Bills looked a little tired. From the, they, they Second had, game in, you know, they, 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 got they had, had to come battle. Back. They had a battle they hard ba- to come yeah, back. Yeah, it's a good team, and they battled back. Listen, they, they won by a point, they lost by a point, right? Yeah. They're, they're a competitive team. They're going to be in every game this year. Yep. Uh, Cam Crooms played well in this game, I thought. Douglas, another big game in this one. Uh, I think Sob's going to have to lean on Douglas off the line for sure. Not a problem with that. Still have Rhett and Mike Kalka blocking for you. He will answer the call. Yep. Uh, very good player. Very very evasive with the ball in his hand. It's a more difficult flag to pull than other linemen in the league when they get the ball in, out in space. Um, but the Chiefs, I like their team. They got a solid offensive line with Cardona, Samarco, and uh, the new the new guy's name. It evades me, but um, I, I they still have Malik and they still have Tommy, so I think as long as they have those two, they're going to be very competitive. Giuseppe, Remy, uh, new kid Chris Fitzgerald, man, nice play on a conversion that ends up being the difference maker. Um, they win by a point. He made a nice pass breakup on a, uh, on a um, conversion after a score by the Bills. Um, so full team effort in this game by the Chiefs. They do a really good job of... Moving the ball down the field, putting pressure on your defense that you're going to take deep shot over and over again because they believe they will make enough plays in the secondary. Um, over your over your secondary, uh, and Tommy comes out on top. Another big day for the for the MVP Opoi duo. Any thoughts on this? Well, I, that's what I expected. I, I thought that offense would be there. Um, I need. Well, we'll get to the second game. Yeah, I, I think Tommy struggles a little bit with the upper echelon quarterbacks that he plays against in the league. Mm. So uh, we'll get to that. But you know, good game by Tommy. I expect. I totally expected that coming out like that. Yeah, I expect him to go to the league early and often, which yep. he did. And that, that's a lesson to everybody else in the league: feed your your your, your star. Yeah, you, know, you, you want results, feed your star. Yep. Tommy gets Malik the ball eight, nine, ten times a game, target wise. And always just makes, like I said, he makes it difficult for the defense to really know what you're doing. Gets his lineman involved in the passing game. Dennis Sutton is a very good player for them after playing. No, don't do that. Um, after playing quarterback last season, Dennis comes out, has a huge game, six catches, uh, had a touchdown conversion as well. Um, I like this team. They got a good squad. Um, just need to see it on defense, I guess, a little bit because they allowed 27 and 26 today, which isn't great, but. Um, you know Tommy's team to score with the best of them, so I'm not worried about them going forward. Yeah. I think they're going to be a very good team. All right, Jaguars playing their second game of the doubleheader. Um, they are the lone team to go 2-0 and on the day in their doubleheader. Which doubleheaders, will put them at the top of the power rankings after week one. Yeah, uh, we will do power rankings at the end of the pot, at the end of the preview before we do a, a little recap, uh, before we do the preview. Um, all right, Jaguars played the Dolphins. Dolphins led by Mike Negron. Um and in this game, I felt like the Jaguars kind of controlled the pace of the game, even though they were in the second game of their doubleheader, and you did see some heavy legs on their squad. Um, Negron and the Dolphins' offense really just wasn't able to get it going. Uh, Negron threw a couple touchdowns. Um, I like his opening drive. Yeah. I, I thought he, he went downfield, and I, I liked his touchdown pass. The rest of the game, I thought it was just dink and dunk. 
I didn't think he. I don't know if he had. He didn't have the time, or he didn't get his reads quick enough. Uh, I just, I just thought everything was dink and dunk for the rest. Uh, his, how his offense went for after the first drive. I think his offensive line didn't play their best game in this game. Uh, I felt like Negron was under pressure very often in this game. Shamir on the Jaguars had a nice day. Was all over the quarterbacks he played against. Yes, big. Yeah, um, he, he had a he had a good day both games. Yeah, uh, I didn't even I didn't even mention him in the first yeah, game. You have but. to because he played that well. Yeah, no, no, no. He played a very good game. He was loud. He had energy, which I know he was. I knew he was going to bring. Um, he's a strong kid, a little undersized, but he plays the defensive end position with more energy than most guys do. So that puts him on top normally. Um, he's going to make a lot of plays. He's going to be an energizer for that defense. Um, he's got speed and he's got heart. I love it. Yep, uh, and he's a good flag player. He's a little physical. Always love when a guy comes in be, into a new league and plays his game, and he 100% did. Was not nervous about the challenge. Wasn't nervous about week one. Uh, he came out there had a really good day. Trevor in this game looked a lot better on offense, moved the ball down the field. Um, uh, you got to answer something for me. Is what? it true that he <laughs> he put out um, a $300 bounty on uh, getting that draft pick to get Liam? I have that. I actually have no idea, and I don't. I, and I don't want to. And I don't want to know. I know. I know. I don't even care. Well, let's say that's the case. All right. He used them. Uh, no. Well, I had to scream at him. Pretty much during the game, I'm going. He's your number one pick. What are you doing? Throw him the damn ball. He threw him the ball in the first and, and game. I swear to God, the very next play, he threw that uh, uh, like a 25 yard cross, and then he him. came all the way and, back. And, across and the came field. out and took it to the house. And then he looked at me and he pointed at me. I'm going. Listen, dude. You that's shouldn't have guy. to tell him. No, I don't have to tell you. That's your guy. Uh, Lee is one of the best players in the league. You pick him one for a reason. And if you paid for him, there's a reason why you paid for him. Yeah, that I don't honestly know about. And I told people a long time, if you're going to pay for the picks, don't tell me about it. Just <laughs> go ahead and do it. It was worth every penny, man. <laughs> I think it will be worth every penny for Trevor as he looks to get his first championship. Right. But he got off to a great start. A 2-0 and game. I know he's saying he was trying to get everyone involved. I respect that. You know what? Get your lead, get your big lead, then you can get everyone involved. Yeah, um, this ended up being a twenty-six to eighteen final, but I think the Dolphins just scored late to make this one close. But they did have a chance; they get the ball back. I think at the end of the game, just weren't able to get it done. Um, the Jaguars get the two and out. What do you like about them? Uh, I think that that team is built on offense. I think they have to outscore everybody. I'm not saying they got a bad defense. No, they don't. But that team is built on offense. They're, they're Didn't white even talk outs. about Chris Johnson. Yeah, well, they're white outs. I was just going to say white outs are Liam and Chris Johnson. Yeah, two of the best you know uh, receivers in the league. Um, I like your tandem also. They're, they're listen. Yeah, yeah, they have no a great doubt they're tens. But we know what Liam can do, and, and I've seen Chris Johnson. You know, if there's a 50-50 ball up there, he's going to come down with yeah, it nine he makes ten plays. times. He'll, he'll come up between you know two, three defenders and come down with the ball. Uh, give him the ball and uh, short yards. You can take it to the house. His yards after the catch. Yeah. He's that type of player, and he'll do it on defense. I asked him before the game. I said, "What's the prediction?" He goes, "You know, definitely a touchdown, definitely an interception." I think did he have? Yeah. I think he did. I yeah. think he did have but both. He's, he's, um, he's got confidence in his game, and I know he's going to do it. That was that was great. Yeah, um, I like their team a lot. The Jaguars, like you said, they have great weapons. They get they add Ubier on the line for Tommy Pierce being I, that's out a good for the season. That's a very good pick. Um, yeah, Tommy Pierce out for the year with a broken hand. That's terrible. Ubier steps in, and, the, and the, having Chris Johnson, you just slide him up to the number two receiver, and you immediately still have. 
have a great number one and number two receiver, and you bolster that offensive line to protect Trevor, which, not saying no quarter, like Trevor needs the protection, but Trevor incorporated some running into his game this today. Um, I like I what like, I saw. Yeah, I want to see Trevor some run design the runs. Too, yes. And it led him to a 2 0 day. I know he's not a fan of the week one doubleheader. He thinks they shouldn't be a thing. I agree. Uh, I'm well, not a big fan of doubleheader okay, either. Okay, well, you guys are in a lone boat, but um, he's more just about the week one doubleheader. He doesn't like it, but he comes out on top 2 0. Two big yeah, wins. That's, that's tough. You, you play the team for the first time, and you got to play two games off the yep. bat. I like they had their team there kind of early. They got reps in. They were going through stuff they wanted to go through. So I knew they'd be prepared to go. Yeah, Trevor, it's, Trevor's it's, means business right it's now. It's going to be a team to be reckoned with. Yep, I like the Jaguars a lot. Uh, as for the Dolphins, um, Negron usually is a slow starter. I didn't think he played bad in this game. Just just a lot of ding and dunk. I think the pressure got the pressure was in his face a lot in this game. Um, but the offensive line needs to step up and play better. They were missing Jordan Jackson. This one didn't show up. Um, Who's on? Harnish is on the line? Harnish, Alex Calkin, I'm not sure. Uh, Vic Col- and Vic Cologne was their third lineman. That's a good line. It's not a bad line. Um, but it would have been nice to have Jordan Jackson not as well. Got, you got two all pros in, in Calker and uh, in Harnish. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Well, they. I thought I thought that um, the pressure was really getting to Negron. And I'm just going to tell it how I saw it on the film. Yeah, I, I I think his reads got to be a little more quicker. I yeah, know. you say that. We say that all the time. They just have to get the ball. We uh, tell me get the ball off fast, but then... Throw me some slants. Throw me some wheels, you know. Yeah, we never see a two-step a, slant from him. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the wheel. Let's, let's yeah. throw those. Um, all right, so Jaguars win 26-18. to 18. Uh, improved to 2-0. Dolphins in the first game of the doubleheader fall to 0-1. We'll stick with the Dolphins and talk about the beginning of this game. I already mentioned... I already... I already uh, went through it. Okay. I made it quick. I just said, I'm sorry. Won't happen again. He's not in the league it's anymore. Not, He's not coming back. Um, we handled the situation. Sid Muzzy, I think he was having a good game before. He, he was having he was having a great day. Yeah, he, he was having a great day. A couple touchdowns. No. Um, but in this game, Cowboys quarterback Dan Anarella makes his first start in the league. Uh, tell me what, what you like. Tell me what you like and tell me what you don't like. Uh, <laughs> there's not much to not like. His okay. first pass of uh, bed down was it was a 45 yard touchdown. dot touchdown. And Surov on the podcast last week said he has the best arm in the league, and he went immediately and showed it. He's got a great arm. All right, and then I th- I believe his first two touchdowns were both, were both long, deep balls. Yeah, all deep balls. Dots. So I'm saying, okay, all right. Now let's see if we can you know work a, a sustained drive, like five six plays. Yeah, yeah, show me you could sustain a drive. I, you know, we know you can throw the ball deep ball. Let's see what else he got. He's got legs. He's got an arm. He's got a head. That's the important thing. He's got the head. Yeah. So as a, as a quarterback, I'm rating him A A plus. I think he was great this week. Uh, I think again, you know, being new to the league, you got to know how the league works, and he's only gonna get better from you know from week one on. Yep. So I expect big things from him. I, I loved what I saw. Yeah, I think the Cowboys have a really good team, and like I said on the podcast, if Dan is good, the Cowboys will be good. So in this game, they immediately scored two long touchdowns. Him to Ponte. Um, Liam Casey had a couple catches. Chris Cruz played in the second game, I believe, or no? Played? In, no, he played in both games. Um, I like what I, my mind is the line is. I know he's got Austin Swags, Austin, Swags. and Jason Ra- Jason Ramos. Yeah, that's a that's a great line. It's a good. It's a really good line. They gave him time. He took a lot of sacks in the second game, but um, overall, I think Dan did have a very good first day in the league. Yeah, I think he's I, only going to get better. He, he's he's got to make adjustments, and he'll get there. Uh, yep. He's a small kid. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like I said, there's not much I could say was flawed about his game. I like like what I saw. Yeah, this game only lasted a half. Um, and I would say, was, take what the defense gives you, and if they're giving him the deep ball, then he's yeah. going to throw the deep ball. Um, this game could have been could have definitely gotten out of hand it if had it yes, played yes. out. Because 19-6 was just about to be halftime. Um, 
they could have maybe put up a 30, 35. I don't know. I, they I, were looking good. They were moving not, the ball down. F- the- yeah, not far from it. No, not far from it. On their third drive, they sustained a nice little drive. Yes, and they, yes. Um, Went down the field and scored. 19-6 final. Uh, for your Cowboys, I'll add I'll add maybe a half a game of stats at the end of the season so you can, guys can get your stats for the year. Uh, definitely an unfortunate situation how that game ended. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we already I, discussed listen, that. I want to commend the league. All the guys stuck together. There. Yes. I thought it was awesome. Um, yeah, listen, I, I talked about it before, yeah. but we are a family. Yeah, I was, just, I was just about to say that this league is a family. It's a community. You're playing bad down, everyone supports each other. 100%. You know, uh, shit talking is shit talking. If it's Joe Malozzi doing a gig as a DJ and everyone's coming out to support him, that's the way it is in this league. I, yeah. I love the brotherhood that's in this league, and I like the way everyone stepped up uh, on, on Sunday. Yep, for sure. Um, we definitely banded together. Um, but, all right. Next game, 11 o'clock was, oh, my game, Vikings versus Chiefs. Chiefs playing on the second game of back-to-back are us making our first game of our back-to-back. Um you want to start or you want me to start yeah, about this start. one? Um, it was tough. We only had two linemen, so I had to kind of get a little – I had to really think about how I wanted to play the game. Yeah, it was they, kind of, I thought it was kind of weird that you well, started out. we didn't have – well, I, listen, you know me and one thing about me. If the game is a regular season game, I'm completely okay with not playing three linemen if I don't have a third lineman in, like, on my team. I don't have a third lineman. I've seen you do it before. I've seen you I don't eva- like it. I don't like it I know, it I, but I've seen you evaluate the team you're playing against. And if you got a guy on the opposite side that's a little bit slow, yeah, let him in. Let I him could go. handle that. Yep. I thought that I'm looking at you know their line. They have a quick line. I was just confident enough in myself to make them miss if enough you, if you times. you got Matt Marola being the free rusher. That was the second game. That was the second game. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. Now, this was Dan Cardona, Dennis Sutton, uh, who else? Jai Samarco. So they, had, they, had, they, had, their line was not slow by any means necessary. Uh, shots at Dan. Dan had an awesome game too. Yeah, in the first sa- game, yeah, yeah, yeah sacks and interception. Yeah. Yeah. Dan had a very good day. Welcome um, back, Dan. Like, to, love to see you back again. Yeah, another guy who brings a lot of energy to that team. Um, very good offensive and defensive lineman. Smart player. Um, but we, we, I'm not gonna say we controlled this game, but uh, we were up 14 to six, and everything happened that we had to stop playing for a little bit. Um, and then we scored a couple of second half touchdowns and we just, our defense played really well outside of the one, the first drive of the game. We had a miscommunication between Dylan and Pip on defense in the first drive. Dennis Sutton runs wide open for a 40 yard, 30 yard touchdown. After that play, we did not allow another a single point. Uh, I was very happy with our defense. Uh, Dylan had a couple interceptions. I Dylan put the clamps on yeah, uh, De- Malik. Uh, yeah, listen, I'm not going to be the one that says it. Malik. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Uh, I thought Dylan did a fantastic job. Dylan did a fantastic I, I, job. I'm not going to overlook the fact that we're talking about great wideout, pair wideouts. You got Pip and Dylan. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, Pip had a couple catches, caught the first touchdown. Dylan had two touchdowns in this game, I believe. No, he had one touchdown in this game. He had two in the second game. I thought offensively we moved the ball well. I saw the field well enough. I made enough yeah. guys miss. Um, I don't like going two line, but I'm not a fan of putting guys at line that don't want to play line. But you saw there were plays where I went four linemen, and I went Zach. I went the Sheree brothers uh, on the line, and we did things out of that. But um, for the most part, just two linemen. I want to shout threw, out Malozzi. You threw a pick in this game to. Uh, I threw a pick in this game. Dennis was it? Nah, first play of the game, he just tipped it up. I don't think I threw an interception this day. You never interception? No, nah, I never interception this game. I thought you, I thought I, you picked you off. I don't think or Maybe you. it was against the Bills. I think it was against the Bills. Yeah, he ran a pick six against the Bills. Dennis Sutton. Yeah. yeah I got right. shot to Dennis Sutton. I told him, I, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, another good day. No, he did. He had a great game. I like him just as an athlete in the game, not as He got on uh, because I forgot his name or I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah probably. I, I'm not going to forget your name now, Dennis. No, Dennis makes a lot of plays. Uh, but we controlled this game. Uh, defensively, we were really good. Q had a good game. Uh, Dylan, Pitt, Zach played well. 
Um, I like they did a really good full team effort. Everyone touched the ball in this game. I felt like, and it was a really good first game of the season. Um, could have followed that up a little bit better, but uh, we got the we got the first win off the off the back. Um, we have a really elite defense. We didn't have TJ Angstad this day. We didn't have our third lineman in Nas. Um, didn't have Emmett. So still waiting to see what our team looks like when it's full full of strength. I think we're gonna have most of our guys there this week. So very excited about that one. Um, as for Tommy and the Chiefs, just weren't able to convert. We had multiple interceptions. Dylan had two. Uh, almost had a, almost had another one. Uh, are you his new IB now? What's up? Are you his new IB? Oh, because he has his two straight games. He loses to me. Um, no, I Tommy is definitely definitely taking me down before, um, beating me in games in the league. But right now, I got his number. Um, very happy about my team. Very excited about the future. Uh, just need to see where it goes. As for them, I'm not worried. Like I said before, if you got Tommy and Malik, guys like Dennis, Sepp, you're always going to be competitive in games. So I'm not worried about the Chiefs after a lackluster offensive performance in game two. Vikings win 27-6. to All right. Uh, we'll stick with the Vikings because uh, we just talked about our team. Second game of the day, we play against the Bengals, led by Sam Allen, Jake Esposito, Matt Marola. And company, and I thought we were rolling to a two and zero day. We were up. We went up uh, nineteen to six. We went up twenty five to twelve. Um, but Sam Allen and the Bengals, they stuck with it. They didn't lose. They didn't lose their heads. They didn't start. Um, didn't have their heads down. They weren't complaining. They just stuck to what they knew, and they were able to make a comeback. Um, and they got the win. And I'm still not happy about it. <laughs> they. Did not look like the same team in the first half as they did in the second Correct. half. Correct. Couldn't move the ball much in the first half. Yeah, not at all. Um, wasn't impressed. We didn't move the ball that much either. We only had one possession that scored and then two punts. Right, but it still took some, you know. Yeah. Hail, not say Hail Mary. No, don't but say Hail Mary. It, it, it took a prayer. <laughs> it took a couple of crazy plays yes, that went their to, way. to pull this off. Yes, but that's what happens, though. It, it started with uh, Mullen throwing the uh, deep ball to... And listen, to let's talk about that play. This is a 19-6 game with about seven minutes to go, maybe eight minutes to go, maybe a little bit more. Um, and they run hey, a, a running back pass, and right. Zach takes a couple steps in, Keanu runs right by him, and Connor has a cannon for an arm. So I, once I saw him going to throw, I said, well, if Zach's not back there, we're done. And he threw a beautiful ball. Keanu catches it perfectly on the run, touchdown. And I'm not going to say it changed the momentum of the game because we came right back down the field and scored. I thought but, Connor saw that well. Usually on a halfback pass, you'll see the running back run laterally. He actually took he a did. step or two forward, mm-hmm. which kind of, I think, sold it more than running laterally. They sold it very well. Yeah, it was a, a great pass. Yeah, great pass. Um, but like, and like I said, like I don't feel like it turned the tide of the game because we went right down the field and scored again. So... Um, they just, they like I said, they just stuck with it. So right after that, we come down and score. Dylan has another touchdown. I think we put the game away 25-12. They go right down the field and score. Uh, nice pass to Jake. Uh, nice um, pass to Jake over the middle. Makes Dylan and Zach miss and then, sco- and then runs away. Takes it to the house. Look at that. Didn't think he had the breakaway speed anymore. Welcome oh, no, back, he, Jake Esposito. His acceleration has not gone anywhere. Um, no, he, he hasn't lost that. But he hasn't had to be. He hasn't played football in a while. I, I have no idea how long it's been, but it's probably been a while. But, um, uh, shake off that rust. He's going to get better. Watch out, League. Yep. Uh, he had a great day. He had a great game. Um, so it was 25 to – no, or 26. It was 26 to 20. They go for onside kick. We misplay the ball in the secondary. Keanu comes down within the back of the end zone. Then they come right down the field and score. We have two plays. So like we I don't said, score. Things had to click right for them to win this game. 
and that was one of them. Yep, but Sam Sam stuck with it. Sam had a great game, made a couple of really big time throws, um, proving the doubters wrong again. We had he uh, he posted something on Instagram today with a couple of text messages from people saying that Kurtzman was going to win the game. Uh, Matt Marola game winning touchdown, game winning touchdown, big game, big game receiving. He had a multi, I think he had four or five catches. Um, really, Sam knows how to use the guys that he wants to touch the ball. And Matt has been a guy that in his career in our league really hasn't touched the ball a lot. Is cool with just blocking and snapping for you and just being a menace on the defensive line. But Sam, obviously, maybe the way that we were playing our defense, I don't know. But Sam was very keen on using Matt in the, in the receiving right. game, and it worked out well. Now, getting back to the two man line that you had in this game, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I it mean, was crazy. You had some, you have some speed on the other it side. It was of the crazy. Ball. To do that, I understand when you have like you, you're rushing a slow, uh, a rush of guys, slow guys rushing you. They didn't have any slow. They guys. didn't have any slow guys. No. You had Jake coming in on you. You had Matt coming in on you. Yeah. It, it was it was tough, but you know you were making it work. We still scored twenty, still scored yeah. four times. Yeah. Just what we just weren't able to get it done. It, it really sucks because I feel like we I feel like we outplayed them in the game, but we didn't come out on top. And sometimes that happens in football. I told my team, listen, we played with seven guys, double header. Kenny was playing on a bad calf. Like I'm like, there's no excuses. Like they came out there and got the job done. Yeah, Connor, Zach, Jake, Zach, Zach, in his own words, is saying he was barbecue chicken. Yeah, he, he was. Not gonna lie. Uh, but that trio of Jake. Uh, Connor and Keanu is a deadly receiver trio. Sam just has to not be bad, and they're going to move the ball. And That's score what points. it's going to come down to. Sam not has not. Don't be bad. Got not to be bad. Yeah, and Sam was good in this game, especially in the second he's half. He's got a good team behind him. Yeah, don't get off team. such a slow start. Their defense was good. They were able to play man to man because they, we only had two receivers because yeah. we only had two linemen. They knew they were going to get pressure quick, and you can guard for a second. I, or two. I just I want to see consistency on offense. Yeah, That's I missed I, I missed a couple deep shots. Uh, the, the arm was live, though. I was moving the ball down the field. I threw a lot of deep ball touchdowns. I had a couple deep ball touchdowns in this game. Um, just weren't able to get the job done. All kudos to the Bengals. They took care of business. Santiago, Roman on that on that uh, line played well, as well as Marola. And the Bengals get the win. Nothing more to say about that. Now let's get to probably this is the game of the day. Mm, maybe. Could have been that game we just talked about. The 12 o'clock slate was the best slate of the day. You had Bengals come back 27-26, and you had Oilers come back against the Cowboys 21-20 in quadruple overtime. Great game. Great game. This was a fucking fantastic game. Um, Cowboys jump out to a huge lead. Jarrod playing awful at quarterback. Awful. Awful. Not even going to sugarcoat it. He was playing awful. Multiple interceptions. I, I think they realized that if they stopped the run, maybe stacked the line a little bit and forced them to throw, they were going to get some Cowboys results. Cowboys were ready to go. They did. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm a fan of Jarrock. He's the first guy in this league to throw for a thousand and rush for a thousand in the same season. All right, and he won't. He doesn't let you forget it. Yeah, love it, love it. Uh, but here's the thing: uh, there's gonna come a time where you have to throw the ball down the field, and if you can't get that done, you might not win in this league. Uh, I like this team for Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, listen, I told Mikey before the game: My, Mikey could play any position hey, on the field, hey, any. Position. He's a true Swiss Army knife. And, and not just any position. You can play it well. Very well. You can play it great. Yep. Uh, to, uh, but to me, he's a natural born leader. He's, he's a quarterback. Yep. Uh, it doesn't hurt this team if Mike was to step in and Jarrock was to go to receiver. Well, he did in this game. Because he's, di- he's dynamic. Uh, phenomenal comeback. Phenomenal comeback by Mikey. Um, yeah, Mikey told me. Mikey told me during the right after the game as we were leaving the, the field for the day, he said, I can't wait till you watch my comeback. Um, and when I watched it, I was like, "Wow, this is a, Mikey really pulled off. He put on a show in the second half. It obviously took, it took a before going to overtime, last play of the game. He actually threw a touchdown pass, 
and the kid dropped in the end zone. Yes, 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 he did. And the first thing Mikey did was go over to the kid, picked him up, shook his hand, told him don't worry about it. Wow, I would not yeah, expect exactly. that. I would not <laughs> that, that blew me away. That blew me away. Wow, it's crazy. But uh, I said Mike's a leader. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Mike's a leader. Mike I, knows when to get on you and when not to get on you. A lot of times more so to get on you. Yeah. But um, in this game, the Cowboys jumped out to a 19-6 lead, uh, or 19 nothing lead, and Mikey takes over. And they moved the ball down the field. They score. Um, they scored again. Got an onside kick on a on a crazy lateral play where um, it, 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 it might have been the wrong call, but that's what happens in amateur flag football. Um, don't worry, I'll tweak the challenge rules so he can challenge the play next time. I made new rules about challenging, and of course, they're not enough after week one. So it happens. It's flag football. Bad calls happen. At the end of the day. One play never loses you a game. It's always a series of plays or a series of events that occur. So let's give a couple of shout outs to some of the players in this on this thing. Who on the Oilers? Who? Um, uh, guy Markel. D- yeah, played D line last year. Played D line. Oh, Caleb Hunt, four sacks, huge day, unbelievable, huge day. Lo- loved the way he played. Yep, he had a lot of energy. He was very about the blocking and making plays and being effective on defense. Oh, it's, um, it's clicking for him. Yeah, Markel played well. Um... Who else they got? Bartlett, Steve Cirillo had a good first day in the league. Um, and, and they are the most colorful team in the league. Love. They, uh, I like their jerseys. I love their jerseys. Jerseys they, to go along with their uh, the light blue bicycle pants. Yeah, no, they. Uh, I like their jerseys a lot. And um, in this game, really, Cowboys kind of blew it. They let. They let. They let. They let. They, they, they let it slide. Yeah. They, let it, they definitely let. Yeah. They let, they, they let one go. They, they, and they had multiple opportunities to win because they obviously got three stops in overtime before allowing the. I'll, I'll chalk that up to you know first week playing second, second game, game against uh, a veteran led squad. They'll, yeah, they'll 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 figure it out. They, I don't have a problem with the Cowboys. Though. Second half legs of a doubleheader. Yeah, it's listen. A lot yeah. goes into it. Dan uh, didn't move the ball as well in the second half. Um, jumped out to an early lead. Um, I like this Cowboys team though. Cowboys are going to be a good team. They got they got the pieces needed. His friends are good. He is good. So. Um, and they, their flag pulling wasn't bad, so um, I'm not worried about them in the flag stand, the flag instance either. Um, I like this Oilers team. Um, I think Mikey has to play quarterback for them. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I think Jirok at receiver is a weapon because I had him on my team, and when I needed yes, him most, yes. I went to him. He's a guy that you can just have float in the middle. You find him, and then he makes the rest happen. I, I don't think it's a bit, it's bad if you mix it up. If you you know have Jirok no. come in and, and play quarterback, I wouldn't say it's bad. Days. If you're going to come out with a run, I'm all for that. Uh, but when you need to pass the ball, if it's a shootout type of yep. game. I'm like a Mikey at quarterback. What I, I, I'm sure they'll figure out. They know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and tell them this is what's got to be done. Uh, no, I, I like both quarterbacks. They, like I said, they'll figure it out. Yep. Um, I like the Oilers team. They have a really complete team. Like I said, they were a really big team. A lot of big guys that could step in and play some line and be in the trenches. Um, they got uh, they got Caleb. They got Matt, Mikey. They got Matt Hughes, who I didn't even talk about yet. They got uh, Drew. Matt, Matt Hughes is doing a lot more Markel. talking now than probably I've ever noticed before. Matt, maybe because he's still in his wrestling coaching uh, head right now. Um, a lot of screaming WWE, in that sport. Uh, a lot of screaming in that sport. Not matter what head coach. We got to give him a nickname, like a WWE nickname. Okay, you'll think of it, and I'll, I, I def, I'm not a nickname guy. So uh, I thought they played well. They played well in the second half, and they were able to overcome it in the fourth overtime, get the win, twenty-one twenty. Um, really good game. Really good game. Uh, I'm pissed I didn't get to really watch it live because I was playing in my losing my blowing my own lead. Um, but. Uh, Overall, good game from both squads. Uh, 
There was a lot of shit talking from between Jarrock and Dan going into this one. Jarrock doesn't play quarterback in the second half, but comes out with the last laugh. Last game of the day, Oilers played second game back-to-back after a crazy comeback after play against the Niners, who were led by 19-0, now make it 20-0 in his <laughs> last 20 regular season. regular season games. Nick Serhoff, uh, the Niners came out early, took a 19-0 lead. Oilers were spent. The Oilers were spent. They had exerted all they had, exhausted all they had in that, in that first Niners game to get the win. pissed off at me because I said I picked the... Uh, I picked the, uh, the Niners? The well, Niners in well, this game. You were right. Yeah. <laughs> well, after um, after seeing the game the Oilers went through, I couldn't imagine they came out and got a win. Like, they exhausted everything they had in that first yeah, game that to get that win. Yeah, that was a very draining game um, all the time, yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, listen, I'm not even going to sit here and say the Niners, like, dominated this game because when you watch the film and you remember how this game was played, Augie has a scoop and score fumble um, on the first possession of the game. Augie's the uh, leading candidate of MVP right now. Oh, get a very good game. Unbelievable. Um, and then... Both sides of the ball. Yeah, and then, all, and then another touchdown was just on an Augie 45-yard screenplay. So I'm not saying they didn't play well, but um, they didn't really have any long-sustaining drives. They only scored two times on offense. Defense played amazing. Held the Oilers to six points, and they were in the second half. Um... And just just for the record, Augie's scoop and score was a strip scoop and score. Yeah, it was the full, the full, yeah. the full, the full package. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, no. I listen. I like the Niners. I'm not taking anything away from them. They have an elite defense with Bolin, Augie, Simpkins, and Dins. Um, that four in the back is a very good four in the secondary. Knows how to play. All good flag pullers. Um, all guys who are, have been successful flag players. Um, Suroff and Sedano on the line caused a lot of havoc. Um, Augie, Augie took a screen pass and took it to the house. Yeah, 45 yards. Yeah, no, he gave the little gave the peace sign. Uh, he is one of the fastest players in the league. I love watching Augie in space because he I makes like a lot of guys that. mess. I like that Serhoff found him. Mm-hmm. You know? So he probably needs more than five targets in a game. But uh, <laughs> listen, you're, you got to got to got to throw the guy who gets it gets it there. Yeah, yeah. And all five targets is not enough yeah, for all. Yeah, for the girl you take to the prom. Yeah, I That's won't say I, say I won't say this was a, a very great game by the, the Niners, but overall as a team with the defense included, they played very well. Offense was just a little slow. Um, Oilers, like I said, they were spent. Oh, okay. oh shout out to my man J.K. Will. J.K. Will, yeah, back in the league. Welcome back. Um, uh, sir off man 20 straight wins i wish he was on the pod right now 20 straight yeah. wins um he he is he's, really, that guy. he's, he's a great he's quarterback that guy. man he's a great quarterback he has his team prepared and ready to go and you can tell when a team only allows six points it's it's because the the captain has them ready to play i'm, I'm a firm believer that the captain the coach of the team are a lot of the reason why successful teams are successful I love it. um we, we, so. had, we had a guy evan uh, as a friend of everyone in the league he came in from boston he came down to watch the league before he left and you know, first game, he was looking at your game. He was looking at Sam. He goes, Sam doesn't look like a quarterback. He just doesn't look the part. I said, oh, really? I said, see that guy over there? And I pointed to the serve. I said, how does he look? He goes, looks like a lineman. He goes, no, that, that, that guy hasn't lost a regular season game in two seasons. In two seasons. quarterback. I said, and he ain't losing today. And he did not. Um, final score, 19-6. Niners, I, I'm not, I don't want to use the word dominate because I didn't think they played that great. Um, but they win the game 19-6. to They are going to build off this. I know Suroff doesn't think they played that well. So, um Listen, it's the first week. Even though some of us great quarter, the great quarterbacks, like it sometimes just takes some time to click. You know, you don't always play your best in week one. It's all about playing your best at the end of the season. So uh, stack up those wins and be ready for the playoffs. All right, uh, do we want to do power rankings? Yeah. All right, let's do some power rankings. We're gonna be right back. All right, we're back from discussing our power rankings. It's honestly really hard to like decide 
we kind of have to go off of who beat who for a lot of this, but um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my thoughts about these teams. One, Jaguars 2-0, Niners 2, Bengals 3, Vikings 4, Chiefs 5, Bills 6, Oilers 7, Cowboys 8, Raiders 9, Lions 10, Dolphins 11. The Steelers and the Chargers have not played yet, so I'm just passing judgment on them, only doing 11 teams this week. Um, Things I think, like, I would have my team rated at 2. Um... I'd have the Bengals probably like five or six. Um, I'd probably have the. I, I I think the Cowboys are going to be a better team than we have them rated right now. Well, I can't you, put you above. No, I know. I understand. The Bengals, no, I was the Bengals beat you. I understand. Like, I understand what you're saying, but I'm talking about it as a bigger picture. I'm just to give my thoughts. Yeah, as a well, bigger. maybe in next week or the week after. Maybe no, no, 100. percent right yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about what I'm predicting as okay. a bigger future. Uh, the Bills could be anywhere from like two to like seven. Yes. Like, um, there's a bunch of teams that split doubleheaders this week. Yeah, no, listen, we'll have a clearer picture of the power rankings. That's why we usually don't give out power rankings to like week two or right, three. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, is what we think of the team so far. I, I like a lot of teams. I'm not worried about any of them. Um, just, I would say we're, I still think I'm the best team <laughs> in the league. So, all right, um, let's go to a preview of week two. Week two games being played at 62 Dolan Street, the blue turf at Sayerville. If you need the address, you can text me. It'll be over the Instagram. It'll be on the schedule for this week, so don't confuse it. Also, reminder, spring ahead. Daylight savings is this Saturday into Sunday. So let's remember, we are losing an hour of sleep, so let's not miss our game because we're losing we an hour of partying too losing an hour of partying per yeah, Tommy Saturday night you're losing an hour alright let's go to this week's games as I pull up the schedule here we go first game of the day 9am Jaguars versus Cowboys Jaguars versus Cowboys good game keys to the game for me um, shootout is is the, are the Cowboys going to be able to do that long ball offense against a defense that is much better at the secondary position in my opinion than the Dolphins are um, you're going to have Chris Johnson Liam uh, I don't know who else on our team um, Chris Johnson Liam Trevor plays some defense for them um, I'm probably forgetting somebody, and I apologize. But um, I think Dan's going to have to sustain some more drives. I think this is a really good flag-pulling team. Um, and I think that the offensive line of the Cowboys have to play a little better than they did in Week 1. I think there were t- Dan took a lot of sacks in the second game. Um, I don't want to see that. And against a, against a defense like the um, Jaguars that we saw in Week 1, I think they need to be a little better at gaining positive yards every play instead of... Um, instead of uh, losing yards on sacks and relying on the deep ball. But I'm not counting the Cowboys out of this game. Uh, I think they're just going to have to play a more complete football game if they're going to beat the Jaguars, who have a very veteran-leading team. But I like them athletes. They can match up athlete to athlete, I think. Yeah, this is going to be a shootout, I think. Okay. Uh, Trevor's going to have to gear up for this one. It's just tough, but for the fact that you mentioned I got a secondary of uh, Liam and Chris Johnson... It's it's not going to be easy to throw the deep ball against them. Uh, I'm going to lean towards the uh, Jags on this one. Okay, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Not, not a bad pick. I, think, I, I can go either way on this one, too. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this game. Uh, there's there's no slights to the Jaguars. I think the Cowboys are going to come out on top. I'd probably have the spread at, like, Jaguars minus three and a half maybe in this yeah, game. I'm just I'm, I'm going with experience. That's I'm just going with experience. Yeah, no, that's yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with the Jaguars pick. They're the top team right now at 2-0. and Um Listen, the Cowboys are are a blown lead away from being two and zero. So, yes. um, I like Dan. I think he's going to continue to progress in the league. If he has a full squad, they could uh, do he's some damage. Stud. All right, uh, next game is also at nine o'clock. The Lions versus the Bengals. This is zero and one Lions versus one and zero Bengals. 
Um, Lions offensive line showed they were better than we expected them to. Than, than we expected them. Talked about them on the podcast to be before week one. Um, the defense played really well. Thought they were did a good job at um, making life difficult for the quarterback. Uh, the Bengals have like we talked about one of the best offensive receiving weapon trios in the league in Keanu Connor Mullen and Jake Esposito. Um, huh, this is an interesting game because. I, I feel way better about the Lions after week one because I think that they're a tough team. I think they're going to talk shit. They're going to hit you in the mouth. Um, they just need to complete a football game. And Leota needs to get rid of the ball and uh, not take so many sacks. And he was inside the red zone multiple times and wasn't able to put the ball in the end zone. Um, if he changes that and they're able to put the ball in the end zone, um, I, I, I I'm, this is tough. Because Sam didn't look good for a lot of that game. But he no, made he a couple. Not. But he just made a couple big plays. He made a, he made a couple big plays to end and really um, gave his receiver chances to make plays. I think if the Lions are going to win, they have to rattle Sam with their with their pressure and they have to force Sam into bad decisions. But Sam gets rid of the ball pretty quickly a lot of the time. Lets his receivers do some work for him. Uh, he runs a very creative offense, so I d- the Lions definitely need to be prepared. I'm going to take the Bengals in this game. I am too. Okay, um, what's your reason? I I just think if it comes down to quarterback play. Sam's got a better team behind him. Okay. So if both quarterbacks are playing poorly, Sam has the better team behind him. I think Leota's going to have a good game in this one. I think he's going to move the ball down the field. Um, I'm not saying the Bengals' defense was bad or anything, but we were able to move the ball down the field. Bengals with them. should get A-Rod back, which is going to help. A-Rod is playing. Field. I think Rob L. is out for this game. Um, that's two weeks in a row with no Rob L. Wow. Um, but A-Rod in the middle of the defense allows them to uh, to really just allow him to control the defense I, in the I, middle. I think Jake can, Jake can a, move to defensive line in this yeah, game. Yeah, I think Jake's going to have a big game. Yeah, I think Leota really needs to do a good job of getting the ball out fast, um, mixing up the cadence, mixing up the snap count, not allowing Marola, Roman, and Jake to like get a good read on when he's trying to snap the ball and what he's trying to do because that trio can I, wreck a game. I think that... Uh, it was a, a contrast of, of the way these two teams played. Two teams played last week. Um, the Lions came out and moved the ball on the first two drives yep. and then stalled. Yep. And conversely, Sam didn't move the ball at all beginning of the game and wound up moving the ball at the end of the game. Yep. Um, <laughs> something's got to give here. Um, You're taking the Bengals, though. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals. Yeah, I think the Bengals are the pick in this game. I think they'd probably be like a two, two and a half point favorite in this game. Um, I like I like this Lions team though. I think they're a gritty bunch and they're not gonna they're not gonna back down. Um I think Leo needs to get the ball to Vin more. I think he yeah, needs let's to find Vin, Yeah, let's just get rid of the ball faster. Just stop taking sacks, like stop taking negative plays. Like um the Bengals played some man last week, which was interesting. I think if they I think they have the team where if their D line is getting a lot of pressure, they can play man. So um yeah, we're both taking the Bengals. All right. Next game we'll talk about is Niners versus Bills. This is the Bills' only game of the day, and this is the Niners' first game of the day of a doubleheader. Um, this is a uh, the Niners. I I kind of down them on the the recap, saying I didn't think they played that well. Um, their offensive line is going to have a challenge for them. They're going to have to do a good job of keeping this trio of Mike Kalka, Douglas, and Rhett out of the backfield. Rhett's leading the league in sacks right now with six through two games played. Um, he he's he's definitely improved his flag pulling over the last couple seasons. He's a force. Sedano, J.K. Will, and Tuna are going to have their hands full in this game. Um I just want to see if the Bills come out quicker because the Niners came out fast last game, and that's why they were able to kind of just coast the whole game in the second half. Now you're playing against a team who only has one game on the day. They're only focused on you. Um, 
and it sobs the guy who could put points on the board if you're not ready. So I like this Niners defense. Um, there are rumors that Augie could be out for this game. Ooh, not is that sure. True? There, there, there. That would change my could, thinking a whole bunch. Yeah, it's no, it's 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 questionable. We don't know yet. We're not going to know for a little bit. Um, it's confirmed. Oh, oh, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't see the chat. I didn't read the chat. What's he got planned for? Uh, no, I think he's doing some overtime work. I think he's doing some overtime work. So, uh, oh, that would be huge. Yeah. So, uh, Augie would be a major factor if he were to not show up in this game against his against his longtime quarterback Sobes, uh, he's had success with in the league. Um, I'm taking the Bills in this game. I'm I, I, I'm hesitant to say if with Augie or not. I think I'm going to say with Augie or not, I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, Augie plays, I'm taking the Niners. If uh, if Augie doesn't play, I'm taking the Bills. Augie, exactly. Wow, That's really? Right. I think Augie's a difference maker. I think I'm taking on, I'm taking the Bills regardless. I think he's on a mission this year. Um, I think the Bills are going to come out faster. I think um, I think they're not like a 9 a.m. bunch. I so, think they're more so, of a 10 a.m. bunch. So the Bills are going to end the uh, the streak. Yeah, I guess I'm picking Sobes to end the streak. Sobes was uh, on Surov's team last year, so I know he's looking forward to this matchup. Uh I think if the Niners are going to win, they're going to have to muddy up the not muddy up the game, but their defense is going to have to be elite, especially with the receivers that like Cam Crooms and well, Mike Russo, Douglas. They're going to have to pull flags well. Um, Augie plays a good middle linebacker, defensive line role, so uh, that could be a huge factor if he's not there. But I'm taking the Bills regardless of Augie's status. Yeah, like I said, uh, Augie plays. I'll go 49ers. If he doesn't, I go Bills. All right, all right. Other 10 o'clock game. You got the Vikings versus the Chargers. That's my team versus Collis's team. Well, yeah, Collis's team has not played yet, and I did not see him in any scrimmages. So it's going to be a very interesting matchup to see because we have no information on them. We just know who they got. Let's remind you, they have DeLon, Justin Fumundo, and Claude. That's pro- Claude. Ooh, that's a good line. That's a very good line, very good defensive line as well. Um, and then the receivers and athletes are Ray DeSant, Darion Brazil, um, Jaden Elliott, Will Friedman, Keyshawn Roach, and Jeff Graham. Um, very good bunch. I, I their their line is going to be it's going to be interesting to see how we are able to create pressure against that offensive line and how we slow down that defensive line because they're those are three very good uh, linemen trench guys. Claude was very disrespected when he wasn't uh, didn't win one of the lineman awards in the past season. So I know he's coming for he's coming for one of those awards this season. Um, no. Rookie, it's hard to get rookie of the year when you're a lineman who doesn't really have sacks or. Yeah, he I mean, was, he was a beast. He was a, he was an all rookie first team guy, but. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, he it's he was on the old Tommy team too. Last yeah, you year. know he's a very good player. Did, uh, we, did we call out the, uh, the old Tommy team last I year? I have no idea. Uh, no it's, idea. It's just as important as the old Madden team. Believe all right, uh, he, he was on it. That's how. That's why I think that, what kind of player he is. For us, I'm just looking for us to have a full team there. Obviously, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pick myself to win. Uh, if we have a full three linemen and we got our receivers there, would I'm not confident any other guys being able to guard if I have a little bit of time to throw. Melozzi, Katina, Nas, they'll do a good job of. Um, Protecting me from the rush. <sighs> you only have one game this week. No, we have two again. Again? Mm-hmm. And this is your first game. Yeah, it's my first game. Um, if the Collis's team is, if the Chargers are going to win, I think it's going to be because they're able to um, push us around a little bit on the tre- in the trenches. If we don't have a full, if we don't have all of our guys, or um, we don't create generate enough pressure in the passing game, Collis, we're going to try to make Collis have to do it with his arm. Don't want to see him running around as much as he's used to. And we're going to try our best not to allow DeLon to wreck the game in some way for us. Um, he's one of the best players in the league, if not the, on any given day. And I think that uh, him at defensive line or DB is, is a game record potential. So um, obviously I'm taking my team, but I think we have a little bit of an uphill battle. 
here's the thing. I yeah. I love this roster that Carlos has, and yeah. I know Carlos is what, what he's capable of doing when he plays at the top of his game. And everything about me wants to pick the Chargers, but only because I haven't seen them play as a unit yet. And I've seen your team play, and I know what you can do. Uh, you're still the man to beat in this league. I'm going to go with the Vikings. All right. Um, that's not to say the Chargers can't win this game because they have a really good offensive and defensive yeah, line. That can I'm looking cause... forward to see what kind of team they yeah, have. Yeah, that's going to be a very interesting game at 10 o'clock. Uh, looking forward to it for sure. All right. We will stick with the Chargers and talk about their matchup with the Niners, who would be playing at the Ooh. same time. So this is uh, – so Collis has the um, the the commissioner, commissioner – Doubleheader. Commissioner, co-commissioner, doubleheader. Um, I picked the Niners to lose the first game. And I think that I have a similar sentiment about this second game, except um, the quarterback for the Bills, Sobes, throws a little bit better than Collis does. Um, but this is another offensive line, defensive line matchup where the Niners are going to have to, the Niners offensive line is going to have to play well. Um, they're going to have to stop the rush. The Chargers have a very good defensive line, offensive line tandem. And I think that their de- their trenches play is able to potentially dictate a game. Um, you know, Sirhoff's gonna be ready for both games. Obviously, I'm not gonna pick Sirhoff to go zero and two on any given day. But if Augie's not there, they could definitely go zero and two. This was a day that Sirhoff was gonna lose a regular season game. It's a tough doubleheader. It's a tough doubleheader, and there's multiple doubleheaders for everybody this season. So it's tough to come out of doubleheader two and zero. He's been able to do it a couple seasons in a row. Um, I am I picking the Niners to go. I think I'm picking the Chargers in this game. Yeah, I'm going to go Niners again. All right, so Tommy has the Niners going 2-0. Suroff staying alive as his 22-game winning streak. Um, and he has them beating the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to get a win somewhere today. And obviously, I'm not going to pick it to happen against me. So I'm picking it to happen against the Niners. But, um, wow, if the Niners went 0-2 and Suroff was Suroff's going to be so angry. I probably haven't picked against Suroff on the podcast in a while. But uh, here I am picking them to go 0-2. Um, I need to see more out of the offense. I need to see more out of the offense. I haven't seen enough out of the offense through week okay. one. All right. Other 11 o'clock game. My second game of the day against Justin Laguna and the Steelers, who we also have not seen play. Um, listen, we need, this is why we need all 10 guys there because we need to be fresh for the second game. Cause this is the Steelers first game of the day. Um, Steelers play two games on this day as well. They play in a later game against Tommy. Um, in this game, I'm looking for us to hopefully not be too beat up from the first game, able to slow this game down a little bit against the Steelers, maybe muddy it up a little bit, uh, grind out drives, try to keep the ball out of Laguna's hands on offense. I think that's the key to winning a second game of double headers, controlling the clock, and not allowing uh, teams to have easy scores and make them sustain drives if they're going to score. So, um, the Steelers team is good, and I think they're going to be good immediately. Laguna is a great quarterback. They got Charlie, um, a good offensive line to protect him. Uh, his team is Charlie, Joe, his brother Joey, Kev Morris, Steve Leibowitz, Jelani Booker, Mike Konish, Louvelez, Griff Lutz, and David Fleming. What I know about them is Joey and Lebo will probably be the lineman. Not sure who the third lineman is, if he'll even use three linemen, because I know Laguna can use one, two, or three linemen in his sets. Um, Charlie and Kevin Morris is a great one-two combo at receiver. Jelani Booker, very fast receiver. Mike Konish also, they say, is a very fast receiver. So um, going to be a very interesting name. Lou Velez, very talented player as well. Um the Steelers team is good. We can't take them for granted at all, even because they haven't played yet. And we're going to have to play our A game in both games if we're going to come out 2-0 in this, in this so day. So you're, you're picking yourself? Yeah, obviously. Obviously. 
What am I going to do, pick against myself? Yeah, you can't do that. No, why would I ever do but that? But I can. So yeah, I'm, I know I'm taking the Steelers in this one. Yeah. You're coming off the second game with a doubleheader. Your first game is going to be tough. Yep. Um, Laguna, what you're going to see offensively out of them is nothing conventional. They're going to show you different looks that you haven't seen before. Uh, I've seen them do it last year. Uh, unbalanced lines, uh, runs, yep. options. He'll come at, you, come at you with everything. I am a big Laguna fan. I've been, you know, uh, uh, hoping that he, you know, come to this league and play yeah. a full season. He did last year, um, uh, last season. Was it last season or the season before? Last season. Yeah, I'm glad he did, uh, and they had a good showing. I think he could do it again. I think he's a, a special talent, and uh, I like to see, I haven't seen his team yet. Yeah. And I know I, say, good, I, I haven't seen the team. Good. How can I pick him? I've, I've seen him play, and I know yeah. what he brings to the table. So, and you especially coming off the second uh, second game of a doubleheader, I'm going to go with the Steelers in this one. All right, looks like I'm alone on this pick. He is picking the Steelers, who he has never seen play. Okay, now nah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm kidding. Laguna's a great quarterback, and I think him and Charlie's going to be an electric connection, as well as him to Kev Morris and Jelani Konish and Lugas as well. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll stick with the Steelers. They play against the Kansas City Chiefs and Tommy Galante Malik. That's a very, very good matchup. I love the day that Augie has planned out for Laguna as well. Wow. Some very interesting doubleheaders for a lot of teams. Very interested to see how uh, this day plays out. I think that's why I'm picking a lot of upsets because I just think that this could be a day of teams that... I just think, I, I might even say upsets. I think there's a lot of good teams in this league, man. I don't think that any game is a game where you can be like, yeah, the easy win. That's a tough two games for the Char- Steelers to come yeah, out. Yeah, the play. tough two games for a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, in this game, look, at, I don't really know much about the Steelers other than they're going to be good. They're going to move the ball on offense and defensively they'll probably be fine. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs, I want to just make sure that they come back offensively, get him and Malik going. Malik wasn't really able to get going in the second game of the doubleheader against us. Um, not worried about the connection. Just want to make sure that offense gets right back on track. I um, think this is going to be an absolute shootout and I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm taking the Steelers. Nice. Has Laguna with a bunch of guys he's never seen play going yeah. to and all of that. I love the pick. Tommy is usually the guy who goes, I'm going with the experience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, uh, Laguna is a very experienced player. I, 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 think, I did, Listen, aside from Laguna, I do know a couple of other Yeah, I know. I'm just so. messing around. Um, I just think that, listen, playing against us is going to be tough, and then playing against Tommy is going to be tough. You're going to have to put up a lot of points on the day. I think Laguna is going to have to put up, let's say, 70 points on the day if he's going to win both games. Yeah, I can't see him losing a doubleheader. <laughs> you can't if see him. Then you can never see him losing because he's playing against me and Tommy. Uh, yeah, exactly. But if he's if he's losing to you, he's not losing to Tommy. So All right. I'm uh, I'm pretty confident. You're that Tommy man. He's disrespecting you. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. You're on the Steelers going two and zero. I'm on the Steelers going one and one. Chiefs going one and on the day. Last game of the day. Oilers playing at the t- the top time slot again against the Raiders, looking to make get their first win of the season. Oilers coming to this game one and one. Have a good one, my friends. See you later. Um, in this game, oh my god, I wish I was going home. Uh, in this game, the Raiders looking to get back on track. Their defense played very well in this game. They're a very good flag pulling bunch. They get ace back, like we talked about. Um, their defensive line is gonna have to play well because this is an offensive line that is stacked, has the bodies to block, and if Mikey's playing quarterback, this is a wide open offense. Depends who's quarterbacking. I think Mikey's quarterbacking. Go off of Mike quarterback. I'm pretty sure Mikey's quarterbacking. Ooh. Ooh, tough game then. Tough to pick. The Oilers got the athletes. If Jarrock is out there with Steve Cirillo, Ryan Bartlett, Markel, um, they got a good defense. They talk. They're energetic. This is an energetic group. Got a lot of guys who talk. Um, 
The Raiders also is another team who gets loud and talks shit. So I think there's going to be a very high energy game at 12 o'clock. Very excited for it. I'm probably going to have to rough it. Um, I'm taking the Raiders. That was a that was a 50-50 pick. I really didn't know who to pick there. Yeah, I took the Raiders. Tough. Uh, yeah, if you're going with the Ra- Raiders, I'm going with the Oilers. All right, Tommy loves the crossfire. Um, I'm on Raiders. He is on the Oilers. Um, only eight games in this day. The Dolphins, um, after what happened last week, we told them they should take a week off. They got to take. Mike McGraw actually asked me for a week off because he has to get his team a little bit in order. Okay. I think Dan uh, Dexter. He... I think Dan Dexter is going to be out for the season. He had a knee, knee problem. Yeah, he um, so he needs two players. Now, yeah, right? he needs two players. So I, he asked me for the week off, and I was like, "Yeah, after everything that happened, if you need your team, we take a week off if you need to." Are you going to the pool, or are you going to allow him to bring in? Uh... We talked about we've talked about who they're going to bring in. I, I we nothing's been finalized yet though, so I'm not going to say anything yet. But um, they're going to get a second round pick caliber guy. He picked him at the top of the second yeah, round. I, I, he and Dan's that, a beast. Yeah. And Lamar was a good seventh round, sixth round, seventh yeah. round pick. So they're going to get a solid player for him for sure. Uh, don't argue with me on who they get. It's my decision. So gotcha. deal with it. Um, all right, that does it for the preview. Um, a very exciting week too. Remember, we were playing at the Blue Turf on Dolan Street in Sayerville. It'll be posted on the uh, on the schedule that we post on the Instagram tomorrow, as well as some half days and other things as well. JT and Kyle, make sure to um, to tag them on anything. Pictures is Deffy Defs on Instagram. Some video work from Josh coming soon. Very excited for the league. We're doing very well so far. We've won. Now listen, boys. Thursday night. I know. If you guys like Cougars and MILFs, you know, oh, Cafe Luna Thursday. Joe Dell, I know you're listening to me. Ah, that's <laughs> funny. For anyone who listens to the end of the pod, you got a treat. That's hysterical. Peace.